the goddess Eris and the COVID resurgence in 2023 and 2024. Let's take a look at this in today's video. And as we do, it is imperative that you pay attention because there is one thing that the devil, Satan, his fallen angels are after in your life. And we want to talk about that in today's video. Do you remember what it was like in 2019, 2020 when the virus hit America? Do you remember going to the grocery stores and having a social distance? Do you remember having to only have one or two people in your homes in certain countries because if not they could have you arrested do you remember when presidents were able to dictate whether you can have people in your homes for thanksgiving what happened to society that it was so easily manipulated and controlled and placed in a sector of life that was simply diabolical how was it so easy for society to be segregated, controlled? And the lack of empathy, the lack of love, the lack of holiness was apparent. And here we are in late 2023, as our world economy is on the brink of tumbling, as BRICS nations have decided to come together to attempt to dethrone the dollar. Now the stage is set for the 15th edition of the crucial BRICS Economic Summit and leaders representing almost half of the world's population have made their way to South Africa's Johannesburg. A central focus of the summit will be the possible expansion of the bloc. The second pivotal discussion will revolve around the bloc's de-dollarization bid. Meanwhile, palpable suspense over the much-anticipated bilateral meeting between India's Prime Minister Narendra Modi and Chinese President Xi Jinping continues to intensify. Now, China and Russia have expressed interest in expanding the group in an effort to grant it greater weight in international affairs. Additionally, over 40 countries have expressed interest in joining the bloc and 22 have been formally requested membership. The member countries of the BRIC, that is Brazil, Russia, India, China and South Africa, are looking into an alternative currency to the US dollar. The As you have nations upon nations claiming that they're visiting parts of the moon, making contact with certain beings, UFO disclosures left and right, and as all of these things are brewing, you have a new variant that arrives on the scene. And the people that control these variants, the people that control the name of these viruses, have gotten pretty creative. It's a game to many of these people. You know, Matthew 24, 12, And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. And it takes a really cold individual to decide to name the new variant Eris, on behalf of the Greek goddess Eris. As we talk about this topic, if you can be so kind to, if you're enjoying the video, press the thumbs up, share this content, and subscribe if you enjoy the content. You know that when you speak on this topic, you're putting a lot at risk. Between 2020, 2021, 2022, this channel has been suspended multiple times and this is not the only one many others have as well for speaking on this topic. However, it is imperative that we talk on it. So if you could be so kind to share this content, it would be a blessing. The Greek goddess Eris 
the goddess Eris, she was personified for a couple of things. It is said that she was a god of war, that she was a goddess that enjoyed bloodbaths, that she was a goddess that enjoyed creating strife among nations, creating strife among the people. Wherever Eris was, there was division, there was fights, there was quarreling. Nonetheless, it is insanity to me to even understand why people that are, quote, the most brilliant of the brilliant on earth to decide to name viruses, to decide to name pandemics on behalf of entities that are fallen. That is how you know that the condition of humanity, that the condition of humanity as a whole has reached a state where brother, sister in the Lord, I come to you today to simply remind you that the devil, his fallen angels, his entities, whether they're called Eris or Eris's mother, Eris's grandmother, whatever entity it is that they are defeated in the name of Jesus Christ. Ever since the pandemic, there has been a deficit of empathy in the United States of America. The amount of people that have had to turn to medication to be able to sleep. The amount of people that have had to turn to medication to increase their dopamine. The amount of people that are trying to do anything and everything possible to try to regain anything that they were before the pandemic is staggering. But no matter how much they try, empathy is at a deficit. And as empathy is growing, and as there is a lack of empathy in this world, narcissism is on the rise. Love is growing cold. Empathy is declining. Holiness in the church is declining. Integrity is declining. The effects of social distancing, the effects of the pandemic will carry on for many generations. When I think of the many churches who decided to close their doors during the pandemic, it's amazing how God can cast out devils, heal the sick, but he can't heal COVID. What happened to all the faith healers? In fact, start taking account of many of them on YouTube right now. The many people that claim that they can do all these things, where were they during the pandemic? Where were all the mega pastors during the pandemic? When they have crusades, everyone's walking around throwing their wheelchairs everywhere, throwing their crutches everywhere. But during COVID, what happened? Many of them were nowhere to be seen. First Timothy 4.1, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly, that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. It's easy to worship Jesus Christ. It's easy to follow the commandments when everything is going well. It's easy to do what you're doing when everything is flowing how you want it to flow. But when the sheriff knocks on your door and tells you to shut that church down, what will you do? Sunday, shots of a packed church went viral. You may be seated. Amen. By Monday, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown of the River at Tampa Bay Church had a warrant out for his arrest. His reckless disregard for human life put hundreds of people in his congregation at risk and thousands of residents who may interact with them this week 
in danger. Hillsborough Sheriff Chad Cronister said Brown encouraged members to show up in person amid the coronavirus pandemic, even providing bus transportation. Brown turned himself in on charges of unlawful assembly and violating public health emergency rules of isolation and quarantine. When YouTube comes to your channel and censors it and tells you that you cannot be monetized anymore, what do you do? This is why I encourage all channels to consider not monetizing their channels. It's not because I am better than you. I am no better than you. I'm the sole provider in my house and I work a full-time job just like you do. I could use the benefits of being monetized. But the reality is that at any point in time, they could demonetize you and censor what you say. I digress because it's like I'm beating on a dead horse here. I'm not worried about a new variant coming in 2023 or 2024 or 2025 or 2026. We've been there and done that. We made it through in the name of Jesus. I don't live in the same house that I used to live and I don't work in the same job that I used to have. Life has changed, but we made it through. And for many of us, we're still trying to recover from anything lost. You know it and I know it. But that's just in the physical realm. I'm not so much worried about the physical right now. I'm worried about the spiritual condition of the church in America and abroad because it doesn't seem as if we've learned our lesson. I'm not talking about a mask and I'm not talking about social distancing and I'm not talking necessarily about any restrictions. These are temporary and these are things that are in the physical, but there is something that is still lacking that the church has not learned from whatever happened during the pandemic. We're still too comfortable. We're still too comfortable. And when the scriptures warn us that the last days will be as the days of Noah, when the scriptures warn us that the last days will be as the days of Lot, when we begin to see manifestations upon manifestations of the demonic around us, when we begin to see that they speak of cloning, transhumanism, DNA modification as if it's nothing, when we begin to see that the church has become a business and for many people, they don't think twice about it. It's a business to them and that's what they consider it. When we begin to see that for the large majority of people during the pandemic, empathy, love, mercy, forgiveness, we're in trouble, folks. And this is far beyond any pandemic. This is far beyond any of that. I'm talking of the spiritual condition. I want us to pray. But as we pray, I pray that God provides you the conviction for you and for your home and for your family. You know, in Acts 16, 25 through 26, something amazing happened. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loosed. My dear family in the Lord, I don't know if it's in 2023, 2024, 2025 or whenever. But a moment is going to come that is going to make the lockdowns that occurred in 2019 and 2020 look like nothing. Listen to me like you've never listened to me before. We are in times that these games that we play as the church need to stop. May God grant us the faith and the strength for us to be able to endure what could arise and what could come so that he can be glorified. I don't know what your circumstance is today as you're watching this video. Whether you are 
really strong right now and, you, and that's the huge blessing i see a lot of brothers and sisters that are strong in the faith you're that paul you're that silas you're ready to worship god in the middle of whatever if that's you today i want you to help me pray or maybe maybe just maybe you're that person today that stumbled across this video that is simply exhausted you turn on that television and all you see is diabolical programming You know, these programs and these messages, the, the devil has a way to intimidate the people. I remember when the jab was being pushed and if you didn't take it, you couldn't supply for your families. It was very big. I don't know if you remember that. And um, we had to make decisions in our homes and we don't live where we used to live. And we had to make a lot of alterations so that we can not have to take the jab. You had to do a lot of different things for that. All of that is intimidation and all of that is programming so that you can know your role in the new world order. When I think of that, I think of 1 Kings 19, 2 through 6, where you have Elijah who had just defeated the prophets of Baal. I mean, what does he have to fear? He just defeated the prophets of Baal. Yet Jezebel, with her intimidation, she sent a message. It says, Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I not make thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. Family, we live in a world that when you claim to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, you are going to be hated like never before. We're living in a world where the holiness of God is going to be looked upon as absolute trash. There are not that many atheists anymore in this world, if you noticed. Just about all of them will tell you at the end of the day that they would rather believe in an alien creature and an alien creator than Jesus Christ. In our obsession with antagonisms of the moment, we often forget how much unites all the members of humanity. Perhaps we need some outside universal threat to make us recognize this common bound. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. Does America know about aliens? Does it have proof about alien UFOs? And is it hiding that proof? I ask because a sensational claim is making waves. Listen to this. UAP are in our airspace but they are grossly underreported. These sightings are not rare or isolated, they are routine. UFOs are real, he says, and no, this is not from a Hollywood film. This happened in the US Congress. This claim was made by a group, made to rather, a group of lawmakers. They were told that America knows about aliens, although as you heard, he used a different term, non-human beings, also unidentified aerial phenomena. The Eris variant is spreading in the US and the UK. The number of cases is on the rise. It is also being called the main cause of hospitalization in the UK. Eris is believed to be of the Omicron lineage. It spreads faster. The peer pressure that is going to come as a ministry, the peer pressure that is going to come as a Christian in your house, as a Christian in your family, as a person that's willing to take a stand, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel it. And I warn you that you're going to feel it. Elijah felt those pressures. A man that just defeated the 450 prophets of Baal 
All that it took to break him down was to hear a few whispers of Jezebel. She said, I am telling you right now, by tomorrow at this time, he's done. Intimidation, manipulation, all of those things will come. How will you feed your family? How will you pay for this? How will you do that? Don't you think I feel that as a ministry? Don't you think I feel that as your brother? I feel the same things that you feel. We cannot, and it's normal to feel that. Look at what happened to Elijah, and then we're gonna pray. And when he saw that, when he heard what he was hearing that Jezebel wanted to do to him, to persecute him, he arose and went for his life and came to Beersheba, which belongeth to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree. And he requested for himself that he might die and said, It is enough now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my father. What could drive a man to go from being on fire for the Lord to being under a juniper tree asking God to end his life? It's amazing how we can be rejoicing one day, anxious, depressed the next. Yet God took Elijah calmed him down, fed him, nurtured him, gave him the strength once again, and sent him on his way. Many of you still have not recovered emotionally from some of your family turning against you, from some of your neighbors turning against you, from the economic turmoil that happened during the pandemic. Some of you have still not recovered. I understand, trust me. But if that is you today, I want us to join in prayer and allow God to heal us Remember that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. May we have the strength of, of Paul and Silas. Maybe we be able to worship even during the persecution. And I promise you one thing. The one that has already overcome because he said so. He overcame. Will shake the foundations that need to be shook. And will let you know that his presence is right there because he is right there. Whether you're Paul and Silas today and you're rejoicing and you're strong or whether you're Elijah and you're feeling weak and faint. Today, God wants you to know that whether it's the goddess Eris who is defeated in the name of Jesus, whether it's a variant from Wuhan or from the deep corners in Antarctica. Whether it's some seven-foot aliens that arrived in Peru, or the ones that NASA claims to be talking to. They're all part of the distraction to keep you away from that fire and that relationship that God wants you to have. Let's pray in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for your dear son, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your dear son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for setting us free. Thank you for seeing us through what have what has been for many of us four or five years of absolute disaster. Heavenly Father, you know the many people that are watching this that needed a letter so that they can keep their job to, to show that they could be exempt from the jab. The many people that saw this that had gone to college for eight, ten years to become nurses and doctors, only to see that they were told in positions that if they did not take a jab, they would be fired. The many people that were told in grocery stores that they had to stay six feet apart or the virus had this measuring tool that if it was five feet, then he'll get you. Heavenly Father, help us. You know our condition. You know the wounds that we have. You know the pain that we struggle with. You know the heartburn that keeps us up at nighttime. Father, for many of us, we're just tired. 
We're tired. Some of our family have turned against us. Some of our closest ones have left our side. People whom we were loyal to are no longer loyal to us. And the wounds of this world have gotten to us to a point where our love is growing cold. Heavenly Father, convict our hearts so that we can remember where we are from because we're not of this world. Heavenly Father, many times I wondered, and uh, is, it, is it that they want to take our freedoms? Is it that they want to put us in a position where we're divided and conquered because this way it's easier to control the population? Or what is the purpose of all of these things? And after several years of searching and researching, Heavenly Father, the one thing that I've noticed is that love is growing cold because of the iniquity of this world. And once the body of Christ starts to act as unloving at this, as this world, and once the body of Christ begins to commit the same actions that this world commits at that point in time, you see no difference between the holy and the profane. You see no difference between a church and the world. And we ask you today in the name of Jesus Christ that you can restore unto us the joy of your salvation that we can become more on fire for you like we've been in the past and that we can be ready and prepared through whatever persecution, through whatever attacks from the devil, from whatever entities that want to show up as ET. May the Lord rebuke it all in the name of Jesus Christ. Bring it on. Whatever it is, bring it on. But in the name of Jesus Christ, may you never depart from us, Holy Spirit. May you never depart from us, convicting us every day so that we can walk in your statutes and your commandments. In the name of Jesus Christ, depression, anxiety, intrusive thoughts, diabolical lies from the devil that are telling you that things are not going to work out. Take them, take those top captives in the name of Jesus Christ and compare them to the word of God and let God be true and every man a liar in the name of jesus amen my family i love you i care for you a bunch i love you a bunch as your brother i cannot stress how much i love you and how much i'm grateful for you if you enjoyed the content could you please take a few seconds to share this video and press the like button that goes a very long way um if you happen to notice that this channel is not up because of videos like this it's perfectly fine. Just remember, I will always upload every week. So if you don't find me here, visit our website, tfgministries.com. Okay, tfgministries.com. Go ahead and visit it and bookmark it. Um, we're there for you always. We love you very, very much. Thank you for considering supporting this ministry. We really appreciate, we really do appreciate anyone who takes the time to support this ministry. Um, uh, again, I am grateful, eternally grateful. Thanks for all that you do for us. God bless you and your family. And I'm going to leave you with a couple of videos on the screen. Check them out. And as always, do me a favor. Smile. Jesus is already one. Jesus is already one. You got this. Be encouraged.